coming to you live from the cat house in Montebello. It's Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast, the Monday edition, the September 16th edition, the Dre Turns 40 in 10 Days edition. What is going on? I'm here live. As, as, as we mentioned you know, last week, I'm going to have a rotating co-host. This chair will be rotating and moving. And this week, it is Jai. Polidor, my my man, my main man. My computer's trying to restart. No computer, bad computer. Konnichiwa, bad. heifers. What <laughs> is up? It, it today. Oh man, it, I, I've been on one. I've been on one today. <laughs> that's like your de- that's been your default position for. It's been a while, but yeah, no, I, I, I've been I've been on one. I've been I've been I've been, I've been feeling it. I've <laughs> uh, you know it's like you know I'm gonna be a dad. <laughs> I'm a husband, but man, I, I've just been losing it at work. <laughs> See, that's because you need a break aside from just the weekend. You need to take the day off in the middle of the week so this way you can get your mind right and focused again. You know, it's, it's, like, I, I've been a busy man. Uh, I, 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 I'm a family man now. Oh, yeah, you kiss weekends and game time goodbye. I don't like that. There is no game time because I, I, I posted 10 minutes before showtime that, you know, we, I already po- posted the topics on the table. If you're a personal friend of Dre, then you already know the three topics we're going to cover today. I, I'm a personal friend. He is a personal friend, so I'm sure he saw a post, especially since you were tagged in said post. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, I, I just... I. I uh, T.L. Reeve mentioned, I'll see T.L. Reeve now, she is watching. Oh, we're not talking about Borderlands 3. I don't even have time to take a piss. I can't get into Borderlands 3. I'm lucky I get, a, you know, a few minutes of time here and there to get my phone game situation done. Because, you know, like, you know, it's like all these phone games, man, they, they really have replaced the casual gaming oh, for yeah. me. Because it's so easy, you could just do it anyway. Like, I tell my wife, it's like, before the cell phone... I used to just carry my GBA or my GBASP or yep. my uh, or my Nintendo DS or yep. whatever other iteration of DS. Because it's funny, oh, do you carry around a DS because you work for Nintendo? I'm like, no, I carry on a DS because I get bored very quickly and easily. Because <laughs> I got 100 hours of Bravely Default that I put in and I'm still not at the end of the game. Have you still not finished that game? Part 2. Oh, Part 2. I'm about to say. Part one was brilliant. Hey, I like our, our good friend uh, Rolando Morales is watching. T.L. Reeves says, "Welcome to Parenthood." Yeah, I am. I, I am anxiously awaiting the arrival of my bouncing baby boy. I can't wait till my little guy. Uh, I can set him on my knee and show him the the the, the wonders and magic of Super Mario Brothers three. And well, once once he is old enough, to, uh, I can put the controller in his hands, and then the first time he can figure out. You know, once he has that raccoon tail and he can like bloop, 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 and then fly. Oh, I, I cannot wait for the joy to fill my son's little heart when that happens. But that's like that's like five, six years down the line. That's a that's a future problem. <laughs> yeah, that's that's something future Dre will have to take care yeah, of. Yeah, that, that's a if you're familiar with the show, if, if you've been around since day one, the Dre time continuum. <laughs> Many times these are problems for future Dre. <laughs> And the future Dre is to convince my, my young my, my, my young lad to, to enjoy some marvelously. Knowing my luck, I've always said this even before I became like if I ever became a dad, my child will, will not want any business to do with video games. Uh, that that's been my ultimate fear. Clearly, your son has not. Uh, Jai here, uh, man, that video you posted the other day. Oh, uh, of, of young <laughs> Noah, my godson, my godson, playing Mega Man Two was Mega that. Mega Man Two. Mega Man Two, and he just the 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 agony of defeat. I'm just like, 
You he, he didn't know. It was him and Gianna. They were alternating, but I wasn't able to get a good video of Gianna. Yeah. And the both of them were determined to get past that part. And finally, I showed him how to do it. And I didn't use Flashman at all to stop time. You did. I was about to say they don't have Flashman because the only way I could ever get that past that part of Meg Man Two because that's the Quick Man stage, right? Yeah. Now you yeah. hear the the lasers. One hit KO. You are you are Dunzo. It was like no children don't know the concepts of game over or the limited amount of lives. That was a I. I laughed on the inside <laughs> so hard when you posted that video. I saw porno. I knew what was going to happen, too. I'm like, bye. Bye, young godson. You, 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 you will not. Neither they, they didn't make it, huh? They didn't make it. No, because they, they're young. They're weak. I was teasing them the whole time. I'm like, you know, if I can show you how to do it. I can teach you the shortcut or the easy way. No, I'm not going to do it. No, I'm not going to use the easy way. The, the, where, where, the, the video where Noah died, I'm like, you're not supposed to go down the middle. You're supposed to go down the side, so you just fall. Well, You just I, fall. <laughs> And that was like the fourth video that I mm-hmm. took. Oh, really? Yeah. And he kept getting further and further and further. Like mm-hmm. that was the second to last screen mm-hmm. that he had to do. And he was just, so when I did it, he's like, that was it? I was almost there. I was like, welcome to Gamerhood, son. Yeah, well, you didn't know, son. You don't know. You didn't know. And so, yes, I, 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 I'm a Borderlands 3. I, I, Jai and I, right before the show, he was telling me, because I told him how TL mentioned uh, Borderlands 3, uh, I, I played Borderlands 1, I enjoyed the daylights of that game, but that was like, I dare say 2000 and I don't know, 2008, <laughs> 2009, I think I was I was, I was was incredibly single, so I, I was more than able to put in the time every time going home, and, and, and I, I think one of, one of my good friends, a, a viewer of the show, uh, James Jeon. He, he carried me through the end of that because it, it, you could play online co-op. And oh, uh, we cool. jumped in his... Uh, he, he brought his, like, level whatever gunzerker and, and we just plowed through the end of the game and we opened up the final vault. And I'm like, all right, cool. Don't have to play this anymore. Yeah, it, it's, it's an RPG with guns, my friend. It's like every time you kill an enemy, you get an XP. I that, am did, intrigued. <laughs> did I just tell you how you can punch the bullets? <laughs> Is that what I just did to you? Because that's a... Cause, uh, because when Borderlands One was presented to me, uh, it was a uh, one of my favorite stores out in uh, in Camarillo, California. I don't know if any of the of my, my, my Facebook friends who worked at that store are watching. Props to the GameStop Camarillo out there. Uh, they they told me Dre, you have to try this game because I I knew nothing about Borderlands. They had a used copy. Like Dre, here's a used copy. If you don't like it, you bring it back to me. I know you won't be back here for a month, but I will honor the policy. Like if if I don't like this game, I can bring it right back to their store. The following month, and they give me my money back. I took it home. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try this. You know, I'll, I'll hold. I'll hold you to your to your bargain. It was a, a, a Lisa Gray and and, and her, her lovely future husband. Uh, uh, God, why can't I remember your name, homeboy? Brandon, I believe Brandon was his name. I'm so sorry. I'm Facebook friends with both of them. They might watch this. I'm sorry. He's he really is. I really am sorry. I'm a terrible human being sometimes with names. And uh, yeah, and uh. I, I took the took the game home, popped into my Xbox 360, and oh my lord! Like, <laughs> like as you level up, your bullets get stronger. Like you're doing more damage. It's very it's it's an RPG with guns, and it's a first person shooting RPG. Little did I know this would be my future. <laughs> and and there's there's millions of guns because everyone just drops guns. You can only hold ten, but there's million. Everything just drops a gun. You're like all of a sudden, oh cool. This thing melts people. All right. <laughs> I like that. All right. 
the bullets explode. All right, I like that too. Hey, it's a shotgun that's, that shoots out acid. <laughs> so you had my curiosity, but now you have my attention. I have your attention. Uh, yeah, the first Borderlands is a lot of it. You're, you're, you're chasing down these vaults as Handsome Jack is a giant asshole or something to that effect. It's a really fun game. And as you pray, there's crazy bosses. Uh, a lot of the characters are madcap. They, they, they say it's an M-rated game. So they say uh, lots of objectionable things and, and curse at you and all that fun stuff. And so Borderlands 1, really good. Uh, Borderlands 2, I didn't buy right away, but I got it for free. Uh, the whole PlayStation Plus, they, they put it up for free at some point. Borderlands 2 for free. I'm like, oh, cool. I remember I was playing the hell of that game. Right before Destiny came, I, I hadn't bought a PS4 yet. Ah. And then I was playing Borderlands, and then I'll Destiny, Destiny, ooh, ooh, and then then I fell off into the world of Destiny. And I did eventually rebuy Borderlands 2 for the PS4, mm -hmm. and then I played with my friend, my, my Destiny client. Hey, let's play Borderlands. I'm like, oh, I'll run out and buy it. All right, PS4. And then we play four players, and it's just pure chaos. Oh, like sweet. I'm playing with these experience because you you just keep carrying your you could carry your character across. From PS3 to PS4 to even the, the Vita version that someone gave to me for free. They gave me the code. Here, here's the Vita code for Borderlands 2. I, I don't want it. I'm like, oh, cool. I loaded up my character from my PS3 and my PS4 save onto the Vita. And I was on playing Borderlands 2 on my Vita. Now that's cool. It's an insane game. It's a lot of fun. Borderlands 3 has come out, but uh, yeah. There is a one, no money. And two, there is no time. Time. <laughs> I remember time. I don't, I don't have time. Yeah, you, you've been a father for... Over 10 years. Yeah, I don't know what time is. Time is a relative concept. That's like the Nintendo Switch is really nice because oh it lets God. you sneak in game time. That's why I've, I've been playing Super Metroid on my Nintendo Switch like five or 10 minutes at a time. Or or sometimes like I, I'll catch an hour. I'm like, ooh, I have an hour to myself. <laughs> or I'll play during my lunch at work. Uh-huh. Mm. Like, all right, I ate, my, I ate my lunch in 10 minutes. Boom, I got 20 minutes to just plow through. Getting my damn gravity suit, uh -huh. Uh -huh. but today I did discover like illustration while I was on one today. Like, see the only problem with this cool the NES whatever library and the Super Nintendo library on this Nintendo Switch, you have to be online. Yeah, and so sometimes like I I, I thought I I had to find a workaround. I'm like yes, airplane mode. Fuck you, Switch. <laughs> you don't know if there's internet, but apparently, huh? Shame on me. Like I took it back to work like oh, whole weekend airplane mode. All right, cool. Work it in, play a little bit. There, all right, cool. I get to work. It connects like if, even though it's on airplane mode, it connects to the to the work Wi-Fi. Ah. And I try to play. It's like, oh, we need to verify if you can play this because you have to have the Nintendo online bullshit or other ah. to play those NES games and the uh, Super Nintendo games. You have to have that as to prove. You have to prove it, like oh, PlayStation that's... Plus, like Xbox Gold, Nintendo Online. You have to have that bullshit. No, and it had to verify, motherfuckers. I gave you your twenty dollars. Like a year ago? I gave him a lot more than $20. I, yeah. Ugh, don't get me started on that. Yeah. Mm. All right, so I want you to get you started on that, but let me get you started on this. So last week was the Tokyo Game Show, and uh, apparently two of my coworkers went to Tokyo. Whoa, cool. Yeah, these two white boys I work with, they're, they're super-duper uber gamers. Uh, they were managed... Oh, see... I don't know if you remember Game Quest from yeah. the Montebello Mall. Uh, they both these guys were managers because the company I work for is kind of like the the subsequent what what Game Quest became. They became a game distributor. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's where I that's 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 my current job. Hey, there's a cat. Hey, you want to be on the show? You're on the show now. Welcome to hell. <laughs> Ow, claws. <laughs> Bye. 
And so the, the day, uh, like, like, like last week, uh, they weren't at work. I'm like, hey, uh, hey, hey, boss, uh, where, where are the brothers? Uh, they're in Tokyo. <laughs> and today I got to see all a bunch of, a bunch of photos. And uh, they got, they actually went, uh, you know, they went the two days, because there's two days for the business, mm-hmm. the people in the business, yep. and the two days for the public. I, I feel E3 should adopt <laughs> something like this, where it's two I days. I thought that they did well, that. No, they did three hours for... <laughs> oh. It's three hours for the industry, and then the rest of the day is everyone mixed together. Oh no, that's a terrible idea. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's um, yeah. It was like when I went to this past year, it was it was not great. As soon as soon as uh, what a, whatever three hours later hit, it was like no. It's like Maximus was standing in front. It's like unleash hell. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, nah, dude. That's... But they got to go, and then the first thing they did, they went, they ran straight to the square booth and got in line to play Final Fantasy VII remake. Mm-hmm. And and uh, and just like the a lot of videos came out because they they put a new trailer through through Tokyo Game Show, and actually they confirmed my suspicions. As I was joking with you when we were talking on the phone last uh, Friday to confirm this episode today, I was joking with you. Oh, you mean Kingdom Hearts Final Fantasy? Yeah. And uh, yeah, they confirmed that yes, it's an action RPG now, which is fine. There there is there is no uh, menus. I mean, there's no like there's there, there's it's not a old time it's not final fantasy 7 yeah which is it's fine. uh gotta... kingdom hearts with the skin but i think they said that there was very much it's still played like a final fantasy game but it's very much real time mm-hmm. rather than i'm gonna stand here i'm gonna wait for you to do your shit all right you're gonna wait there while i do my shit yeah and, you know like like the like in the olden days because from the videos that i saw it looked more like final fantasy 15 mm. than... okay but which, which was also directed by Tetsuya Tetsura Nomura. That guy should never be allowed to touch a game. He should do. He should go back to doing character designs. He's really good at character design. But he should never be allowed to direct a game ever again. No. <laughs> Just. I I yeah, I can't get through pre- uh, Kingdom Hearts three. Dude, Kingdom Hearts three is the most fun you'll have being disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> that first half hour, I was... Oh, I'm sorry. The first 45 minutes, you know, I played for 10 minutes and watched for 35. Yeah. I was just like, all right, cool. I'm beating up bad guys. And then another five minutes of cutscene. I'm like, why? Why? Because he graduated from the Hideo Kojima why? School of Game Direction. And, again, there's a lot of cool stuff. Like, when I played through the game... Like, every time the Disney rides come up, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god, this is so much fun. And you're, like, on the pirate ship, or mm-hmm. you're on the Buzz Lightyear thing. Uh, Astro like, Blasters. Yeah, you're on that one, or you're on the carousel, or, um, you know, whatever other Disney rides they have. Um, I think they've got, like, Splash Mountain and whatnot. Okay. So they've got all these cool things. You're like, this is, like, and I this hate a lot of Disneyland. Mm-hmm. I hate it. <laughs> but it was still so much fun to play, mm. but the story was so... Yeah. yeah, and yeah, that, then they took all the Final Fantasy. Car- fi- they took all of the Final Fantasy out of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, Nomura which was, like, which was yeah. very disappointing. Very. So instead of you know fighting Sephiroth at the end of the game, you fight another Heartless. I'm like, this is. Well, I don't curse anymore, but this is some hokey stuff right here. It's unfortunate. And, yeah, and that's being nice about it. Yeah. So, you know, Final Fantasy VII coming out again, and I saw. And it looks like all right. So I guess maybe it's Final Fantasy 15 plus seven. And 15 I'm okay minus with that. 7. I'm okay with that. But 15 minus 7 is 8. No! Which they did release. I know. They did a remastered. And so now the uh, you're the best looking guy here isn't a meme anymore. Yeah. <laughs> now you can actually see his face instead of just a bunch of pixels. Squares. <laughs> you're the best looking guy here. <laughs> he looks like a Monet. <laughs> a very bad Good Monet. from afar, but far from good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
hey man, 20 years ago, that was top-notch, dude. We loved that stuff. That, you know, that was state-of-the-art. It, it's funny to think about that. I have that conversation with, with, with my boss. It's funny because, you know, to circle back to Super Metroid, like, I had more fun playing Super Metroid than I did trying to play uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. I, was, I, was, I had that on my Switch. I'm like, all right, cool. I was really excited for that. I played that, and I'm like, this feels like work. This feels like a slog. Yeah. And, that's, and I hope that, you know... This Final Fantasy VII remake. Now that I see it's like Kingdom Hearts, I'm like, I'm actually more inclined to want to play it than I was before. I'm like, I didn't want to play through Final Fantasy VII again. Fuck Materia. I do. Fuck Materia in the ass. I I, I hate Materia. I love it. I know you love it, but you love bad things. I I do not. I like. Okay, that's true. You don't love Final Fantasy VIII, so it's true. You don't always love bad things, but you occasionally love to torture yourself and anyone around you. I can neither confirm nor deny that allegation. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm actually inclined to, like, I would play it, but again, I don't have time. I'd rather I'd rather fire up Super Metroid or yeah. fire up uh, Super Mario World or ideally Super Mario 3. I'd rather play those games and the best than play about, any modern game now. And that's the thing, because the best thing about those games is, especially with Super Metroid, because we've played through it so many times, we could breeze through it in about mm. three, four, two, anywhere yeah. from two to four hours. Mm. You know, five if we're just like trying to hundred percent the thing. Well, for me, anyway. Oh, for you, yeah. Um, I, I, I was kind of. I'm playing on cruise control. I'm just having fun. Like yeah. well, as soon as I got my X-ray vision, I'm like, yeah, let's look around. <laughs> let's see what my me- what my latent memory doesn't pick up. Yeah. But like this modern stuff, you know, like this Final Fantasy VII remake. I, I hope it's not work. I hope it's not a slog. I hope it doesn't feel like that. That's the, a problem I have with a lot of modern gaming. They try to eke out more time out of the game instead of making a game that's fun that makes you want to keep playing it. Like the last time that happened to me was Bravely Default. Oh that God. game was so fun, even though it was fucking hard. I had fun and I kept playing it till I got to the very end, and I was I fight fought the optional bosses. I was going through all the other bullshit. I did not get through all the optional bosses. Yeah, yeah, it's because well, no, <laughs> it's I got to the last one, but then when they make you fight everybody all in one sitting, I was yeah. like, dude, there's no way I'm. Doing it's that. unpleasant at best, but yeah. Um, there isn't that aspect of fun like now it's like a lot of these games make you feel like work and I'm glad you brought up Hideo Kojima because they showed Death Stranding a game which I don't know if Sam Zia is going to watch this but I know Sam is like super hard jizzing everywhere excited about this game because he's like oh he loves the crazy kooky because I think I was I explained it to my boss Sam really loved that uh, Silent Hill PT demo that came out Way back when, yeah. was Hideo Kojima was going to be doing Silent Hill, but then Konami got stupid and decided to... No more games. Let him go. And like, oh no, we don't want you. No, we want and then, pachinko machines now. Yeah, we only want money. That's all we want, money. It's like, digital games and pachinko. They don't yeah. want physical copies. My boss, he's trying to get a physical physical copies of that, those Castlevania collections and the, the Contra collections. He's trying to make that happen. My boss is trying to convince Konami, hey... Why don't we do some physical ones? Because old people like us still like holding our physical copies of games in our yeah. hands and not depending on a digital connection that has to verify that you have paid for it or some other bullshit like I'm struggling with right now, you motherfuckers. Know, it's funny you say that because um, I think yesterday mm-hmm. I'm trying to watch I was trying to watch Bill Burr's special. Okay. And the for whatever reason the connection in my house just kept going out. And I was mm. like, okay. This is a hokey bullshit, and I can't watch what I'm trying to watch. It's like, this is why you still need physical media, because when my cable connection goes down or when my internet goes down, it's like, oh, look, that's okay, fine, no problem, dunk, and it's on. Right. I mean, 
the convenience of being able of not having to take a disc out of the case and all that other mundane stuff mm-hmm. that we've just been accustomed to doing is nice. It's nice to just be able to point and click something, mm-hmm. but at the same time, when pointing and clicking does not work, I need a physical copy. Yeah, that gotta, is guaranteed. Gotta have to it. Saturday, me and my wife, we were here watching. I popped in Anchorman. No fucking problem, because I have the fucking disc. We yeah. popped in Thor Ragnarok to listen to Taika Waititi not talk about his movie. Fucking hilarious. Yeah, no fucking problem. Yeah. Don't need the internet for that. But it's it just insane. But, all right, as usual, when we put us together, <laughs> the tangents become even more tangential. <laughs> Normally, me on my own, I'm on tangent. I, I make tangents, but us together, we just go on tangents of tangents of tangents. Squirrel! Squirrel! Where? Okay, so we were talking about Hideo Kojima's game <laughs> and Death Stranding. They did a demo, and I couldn't sit and watch the forty-five minutes of demo because I was, would have been bored to tears. So I read uh, uh, Kotaku's review of they. They kind of gave us the bullet points of that game, mm-hmm. and from everything it sounds like, it's going to be a technical marvel. There's going to be freaking if you love Easter eggs or if you love the video game industry, like every video game developer is hidden in the game, like their characters in the game or whatever. If you have a weird fascination with Jeff Keighley, he's all over the game or whatever. And But the thing that stuck with me the most was like, he's, Hideo Kojima always tries to put in this element of... Realism? Thank you. You literally ripped that word right out of my head. Realism. Where... Like in Metal Gear Solid 3, that's where I broke up with Hideo Kojima. I still, kept, <laughs> I still kept buying some of his games, but I consciously broke up with Hideo Kojima with the whole having to eat all the goddamn time. Yeah. And Snake Eater. Like, oh, gotta kill this thing, gotta eat. Oh, stomach's grumbling. All right, you can, oh, shit, you ate the bad thing. You're gonna go shit yourself now. It's like, it's like wait, oh, I gotta kill the alligator, and I gotta kill the snake, and I gotta kill the thing, and I, you're literally a snake eater. And like, and it's like, it was just constant, nonstop. Oh, Snake's hungry. <laughs> Solid snake needs food. You're hungry. Ugh. Ugh. You start grumbling. Like, your grumbling alerts the guards. And all the guards come and kill you. And, all right, let's try this again. And and the whole, like, the camouflage. You have that perfect camouflage. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. This is so much work. So I literally just have a signed copy of Metal Gear Solid 3 that just does nothing now. I Except. The about my yeah, you have yours, don't you? Don't you have Zone a, of the Enders. Zone of the Enders. Runner. You have that signed. Um. Yeah, it's just like, no, what's the point? And then so I, I see the the, the the cool realism mechanic that he does in this one is that, you know, in, in all video games, we, we have an inventory of things. There's yes. like a whole lot of stuff. You have a whole lot of stuff, and they go magically into the pocket universe, which is a pocket. Like, yeah. oh, you don't have to worry about... I will fit these in my bag of holding. Yeah, exactly. The bag of holding. The bag of holding is bottomless. It just holds things. I think the, the last time I, I saw a realistic depiction was uh, Dragon Quest Eight, mm-hmm. where you just always had that... Um, a little buggy or a wagon with you. Yeah. All your stuff was in there. That made sense, you know, realistically. But yeah, you still had an infinity of like it was like a TARDIS. It just it was bigger <laughs> on the inside. But in this game, like you're a delivery guy. You're delivering supplies to the United States of America, and uh, you're you're trying to re like you're trying to reconnect the strands of all these cities together. Death Stranding. Ah! And you're reconnecting every. You have to. And you have to deliver stuff. And of course, because it's a a Sony first party game, you have to drink your Monster Energy drink and deliver your FedEx packages. That sounds insanely boring. And not only that, you realistically have to carry all this stuff. 
So if you want a lot of weapons on you, you have to position them on your like all your little clips and hooks and whatever and your big old backpack. And it's going to literally affect your center of gravity. There is a center of gravity meter where if you put too much shit on poor fucking uh, whatever his goddamn name is from Walking Dead. I, for, I forget his character's name, but you guys. Daryl. Daryl from The Walking Dead. Uh, Norman Reedus. He's playing uh, Whitey McWhiteson. <laughs> No, he really has, like, the whitest white name. Like, I, Hideo Kojima went to the white dictionary. He's like, what's the whitest name? John Whitesudden or something like that. Jesus. I, I, don't quote me on that, but you can. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, you have to position everything. Or if you put everything too much on one side, you'll limp. Yeah, or no, if no. you take a sharp turn, all your shit will fall out and you'll fall over. Yeah, nobody wants to play that. And, of course, you also have to carry a baby. Not in the traditional way, like my wife is carrying a baby in her womb, but you have to carry a baby in a like in a little artificial womb who give you thumbs up, and he's like really cool. He's like the little uh, he's a baby who lets you see all the monsters. I don't know what the relationship is in that. Hideo Kojima writes, he should write books. I'm telling you, that's why I said he, he should, should write books. Kojima should be the one guy who can make a good video game movie. Just give him 150 million dollars. And say here, make metal, make the Metal Gear movie that the fans have been clamoring for for since 1999 uh, or uh, seven or whatever it was. I will tell you the first and last problem of that. That movie will be six hours long. Well, yeah. and it will make no goddamn sense. And that's why I say, that, but just like how we I don't think I can take a six-hour cutscene. Oh hell no! But that's what I'm saying. You'd have war never ends. Fifty million of those dollars is going to go to his editor. Like, there needs... He needs somebody... Does he have an editor? No. That's why then he hasn't that's had the an problem. editor. He hasn't had an editor since, like... MGS1? Yeah. No, no. He hasn't had an editor since Zone of the Enders, the second runner. Okay. That was the last coherent game that he's ever made, and even that one was all over the place, but dear God, was it so fun to play. You just never got past that snow part. But... I wonder if he had an editor for Snatch. Snatcher, probably. Snatcher, that was him. Yeah, uh, I don't know why I always call the game Snatch, but obvious reasons. Obvious reasons. But I mean, that's the thing. He's got to have somebody who's gonna sit. Is this the same play. game where Reedus punches anyone who looks at his crotch too long? Probably. Maybe he can pee. You can. Uh, that's uh, the brother told me that you can pee on command in the game. Why? Uh, apparently, that has something to do with the, your bodily fluids can harm these monsters that come at you. Apparently, you carry a blood grenade, and you throw the blood grenade at the monsters, and the monster explodes. You know what this game sounds like? What have does you ever it sound that, like? Have you heard of that comic? It was a com- it's written by, I think it's called T-Rex Cop, where it's, it's by, it's, there's like a... It's written by a five-year-old. Yeah, that, like, that's what it sounds like. Like, like a- he was, a- X-Cop. He, yeah, he had a kid, and he was like, hey, like Shark Boy and Lava Girl, like, this is the video game equivalent of that. His kids came up with an idea, and he's like, Excellent job, Jimmy. And he made a game. And it's like, what in God's name were you thinking, you moronic retard? Like, kill that kid and start over. Make another one. That one's obviously too dumb to live. Yeah, no, you throw a blood bag. And then, like, if you don't have a blood bag, you just use your own. You just, like, pop, And you fill up a little bag. And you're like, all right, and ah, oh, blood bag. And you just kill the, the giant uh, DT. Whatever, death trample, death. A beach to all oh, BT. It's a beached something. That <laughs> I don't know. Sounds. Retarded. And the baby's like a BB. Is your is your baby buddy? Yeah. No. He he has nothing. No one to stop him from whatever nonsense he's like. It's like George Lucas making the the prequel trilogy. He just just does. This see, sounds cool, and he see, just throws stuff. See, T.L. Reeve, an author, 
it sounds like one of my first novels where I put everything into it and thought it was awesome. It was but not this guy awesome. just does it. He just does it every time. He has no one to stop him anymore. <laughs> he has no one who stops him. Uh. It, it's insane. But that's that's beside the point. I mean, uh, just Death Stranding. I, I, I hope Sam Zia enjoys it. I, I, I kind of want to be there. Like I, I want to know when Sam Zia buys it. I want to be there sitting next to him. I want to watch him play it. And I wanted to see at the exact point where he realizes he got gassed I've for made sixty bucks. I've made a huge mistake. I hope there is a, a special edition that comes with the BB, the little baby butt, the little. It comes with a baby in a womb. It's a silicone baby in a big old silicone womb. I don't know. It looks insane. They they're gonna really take a lot of these Hideo Kojima fans for like one hundred and fifty bucks or two hundred bucks. I don't know. I think I want this little baby on my desk. <laughs> Look at this creepy thing that I just put on my desk. It's amazing. Dude, they're like feeding into the stereotype that gamers cannot get laid. So that, and by proving it by saying not only can you not get laid, because you can't get laid, you'll never have a baby. So here's See here a, is a, uh, a here's silicone a plastic baby. synthetic baby in a bag. That you could put on your That's desk. Gonna suck yeah, look so it up. Hard. Death Stranding Special Edition. It's uh, just money. <laughs> it's a. It's like a. We're, at work, we're also doing like third third party logistics for this anime company, and yeah, oh, good lord, <laughs> the things I have seen. <laughs> Body pillows. The Final Fantasy Body VII pillows. remake is gonna be awesome, and I'm gonna. I hope for your hundred hours into that game. I hope easy. for your sake it is. I I will not slag it as I always have because now that I know that it's not Final Fantasy VII and it's just Final Fantasy VII reimagined, <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Special Edition. I'm like, okay, I hope, I hope for your sake and for Sam Zia's sake and for whoever else out there loves Final Fantasy VII. I hope for you guys. That it does not suck. You are going to love it when you start to play it. I will not play until it. Until you get to Because I will have a child. And I will not be able to play it. You'll be, you'll find time. Don't worry for I the will first. Not have, one, well, one is time. Two is money. I, like, I won't have two nickels to rub together you'll once this baby's time. born. I don't know how you did it with Noah. And how you did it another time around with Gianna. I don't know how you did it. Uh. Blood? Like the Merovingian said, if you, how can you ever have time if you don't make time? Certain things I made time for, be like, Daddy, you shut the hell up. Daddy ain't being with you. I already told, I already told everybody. March third, twenty twenty, um, Final Fantasy seven comes out. I've already kicked everybody off the TV. Well, you've already warned them. Daniel Wong here says no games for at least three years. That's not true. I know. Uh, my 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 good buddy, uh, my my destiny. Uh, Fire team uh, buddy uh, Art who would have his baby in like little baby harness yeah. while he while he would play. Like no, you. I don't think my wife would approve. I don't think my wife will approve of that. So I. No, would not sit be able to do that. on. He would fit on my lap, and I would just be like this, tap 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 tap, and no would be crashed out on my lap, sleep, and I'm sitting here while Sephiroth is beating me like a government mule. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's you can find time. It's not going to be easy to get time. But, uh, I can't imagine it will be. That's a, I'm trying to set up a, a streaming show at work so I can at least do a little bit of gaming at work. Even like this, you'll here will be here's going to be your biggest conundrum. Do you want to sleep or do you want to game? I'm gonna choose sleep. You say that until you really want to game. Uh, I, <laughs> I feel be... like I'm not gonna be sleeping. I, I, I mean, I feel I don't know. I this child that. is half me. 
Uh, yeah, trust me. And it's half me. I, my child is going to be a wild animal. All of the good- I was a wild animal as a child. I ran everywhere. My, my, my The doctors told my parents I had uh, some sort of like mental disorder. I was just a child they who was excited. about every kid. I just was excited. Boy, I loved running everywhere and I loved yeah. wrecking shit. Yeah, that's every child. And I'm just all an adult who likes to run around and wreck shit. Yeah, I mean, that, that's all of them. That's their default. I don't have ADD. I'm just a crazy person. No <laughs> one turns that switch off. <laughs> what are you, My what child you can't sit down for a damn thing. It's like, sit. I just need you to not move so I can brush your freaking hair. Oh, your daughter. <laughs> I was wondering which one, but. Yeah, <laughs> no one... she won't sit her ass down for yeah. anything. Noah, so... Noah sits down for. for, for uh, for, for Noah sits Fortnite. down now. Well, actually, you know what he's done with Fortnite. Like, what has he done? He's he's done with. These. He's like, yeah, you know, he he'll pop it on every once in a while, but he's not like obsessed with Fortnite. Not like so. when uh, when you brought him to my house for uh, for WrestleMania. Or, yeah, or not something. like that. And then he was just like, he needed the <laughs> he needed the uh, he needed the Wi-Fi, <laughs> Wi-Fi and I refused. Yeah. Uh, here, here's the password. Figure it out. Louis Louis. He had no clue how to spell it. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. <it's... laughs> like spell it out. Good luck, buddy. <laughs> what? I'm like, yeah, I just told you the password. Figure it out. Yeah. How do I spell it? Sucks to be you. Yeah. It's it's You're born too young. He's not that guy anymore, thankfully. No. I mean okay. he'll find another game to occupy his time, which will probably be Mega Man two until he passes <laughs> Quick Man stage. But he'll be occupied for a good long while once he gets to Wiley two. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean me, I'm just like Wiley one was bad. Wiley two, I can't imagine. It's gonna be half me oh it's you see, see Daniel Wami's good. It's half me, half Rosa, so we don't know. Well here's the thing. It's gonna, I, I will so you I will tell you this about it's like children. the Powerpuff Girls. Like, oh, we, oh no, Element X. Ah! Here, here's the thing about kids: all of your good qualities and all of her good qualities will be amplified in this child, and you're gonna be like, "This is the best thing that could possibly happen to me. Why did I wait so long for this?" And I will tell you because you are a sane person <laughs> a sane who person. realized that, yeah, waiting until later in life when I'm smart, and yeah, now was a good time, but. All of the bad qualities that you and her have will be amplified in this child. And then you will ask yourself, what in the flying hell was I thinking? Why didn't I pull out? And I will then say, because you're an idiot. And that's how pussy's designed to keep you in there so that you can't pull out. Penis flytrap, you say. It's it's a penis flytrap. It's, like, it's like the equivalent of, like, it, it's like honey to a fly or... or or money to a gold digger, or uh, bayonetta three to a jai. Like you just, you just, you can't stay away from it. Bayonetta three is a video game for those of you who don't know. Heathens. But <laughs> yeah, that's. And you'll be happy to play that on your Nintendo Switch whenever yeah, that comes out in twenty twenty or twenty twenty one or whenever, whenever. It's <laughs> only been three Hideki years. Hideki Kiyama-san finishes it. Yeah, it's only been three years <laughs> since they, you know, announced the trailer and haven't given anything since then. But, but, no, no, no. All right, so since since we've already gone blue here, we might as well. We're, we're, you know, we're gonna skip Bad Boys forever. They shouldn't make it. I want them to make it. I'm glad that it's finally coming out. Um, You're ten years too late. Bad Boy, yeah. You're ten That's years too late. That's the problem. That's the problem. That was I was like, because this last topic, we're gonna need as much time. We're gonna go over an hour. I'm gonna warn everybody. We're going over an hour unless you just succinctly make the, the point. problem with Bad Boys Three is this. Just like Bad Boys 2, it came out way too late. Mm-hmm. Martin Lawrence, Jesus Christ, did you see how bad he looks? Um, he is... Oof. On one Woos- hand... Woosa. Yeah. Yeah. Woosa. But at the same time, it's like, Bad Boys is easily one of the 
funniest movies I've ever seen. We in my used life. to quote that goddamn movie all the time. I still quote that movie. Mike Lowry. Oh, well, I still quote it. But when we worked together at oh, GameStop, Jesus we got Christ. Mike Lowry over here, this King Dingaling, and I was Marcus Burnett. Because he was the good you got, one. You got any brown sugar? Nah, man, you got too much bass in your voice. That scares white folk. <laughs> Don't be scared, we're Negroes. <laughs> I can watch that movie to this day and laugh like it's the first, first one. First one is just amazing. Second one makes me laugh on occasion. It gave me woo-saw. I still say woo-saw Everybody all the time. I, I pinch my, my eardrum. You go, woo-saw. It gave us... Woo-saw. Bad Boys 2 is... Bad Boys 2 is a movie that has... It's not a funny movie. It has funny parts. It, it proved and, that, uh, that, that Michael Bay only loves... He can only come if he sees explosions. Yeah. Again, but again, just like with George Lucas and just like with Hideo Kojima, he needs an editor. That movie was 45 minutes too long. Yeah. See, the first one was edited. The first Second one was one. two hours long. hundred, one hour and 59 minutes from the opening credits to bam, dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, from that to, you know, dun, dun, I don't know why dun, you got shot dun, going dun. home to your wife. You got shot in your leg. Your dick probably don't even work. From that to that, one hour and 59 minutes. Done. Perfect movie. Bad Boys 3 is going to be like... Bad Boys 2 was two and a half hours? What the flying hell does it need to be two and a half hours for? Because he needed a nut so hard watching Dude. that movie because of all the explosions. Yeah, it was a bad... Bad Boys 2 did have a dope soundtrack. I love the Bad Boys 1 soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, man. It's me against the world, baby. <laughs> Loved it. Bad Boys 2. I got that sound. I still have that CD. I still have that Bad Boys 1 CD. Shy guy, yep, mm-hmm. loved that song, loved it. That, uh, oh, bad boy, bad boys too. I mean, I, Shake it's fine. I, I don't you you like it less than I do. I, I I enjoy bad boys too because it gave me more of what I wanted more than being jackasses. Yeah, and Gabrielle Union, mm-hmm. and, Gabrielle. and the, the, that whole B plot of him, you know, Mike Mark, Mike Lowry settling down with with Marcus's uh, sister. Unnecessary to the plot. Unnecessary. I'm not saying she could have cut just, that whole thing, and then the she could have just been, been in the movie as, oh, here's a chick that that that, uh, that Mike Lowry's falling in love with. She didn't have to be related to Marcus. Marcus, no, nah, that was unnecessary. It could have just been cool, but then now I gotta get all, I'm crazy. I'm wearing my my Dwayne Wade jersey. Ah, terrible. Yeah, so this part three, I I I, I, I you have confidence in it. I am. Skeptical. Daniel Wong has confidence in it, but. Uh, I I have a vote of no confidence. Skeptically optimistic is what I am for. I mean, like, I I wanted this movie like five ten years ago. We should have had this movie five ten years ago. You know what would have been who would have been good for it? The dude who did the A Team, and he was supposed to direct it, and then they were like, "Yeah, we don't really like what you're doing." I'm like, so obviously Michael Bay is not directing this. Thank God, because Michael Bay doesn't direct movies anymore. Because it would have been four hours long. The only thing Michael Bay wants to direct now are Transformers, and he should never have touched that. I think they've been taken away from him. Good. No, because after that Bumblebee movie, I still haven't watched it by her. Oh, okay. Bumblebee was amazing. So, all right, let, let's get to the main topic before we, 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 we we're, we're going to go over. So, Dave Chappelle had has a brand new Netflix special. Which you should see. Sticks and Stones. I've been waiting to talk about this I could ha- until I could have this gentleman next to me. Not only because he's black, but also, but more importantly, you're a, you're a comedian and you're a defender of comedy. I am. You're very intelligent about comedy. I wanted someone who's also very intelligent about comedy to be sitting here with me while we discuss this special. Because it has caused a great bit of controversy. Because uh, he, has, uh, he has doubled down on the jokes that made people mad 
yeah. the last two specials that made people which angry. Which is what he was supposed to do. Yes. I, I, and it just, it bothers me. The only thing that bothers me about the special is that people are going after him. And, no, this is comedy. <laughs> comedy is the last bastion of truth that this world has. And the problem is, okay, think of it like this. Mm-hmm. If you do, here's Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is that friend that everybody should have. And by that, I mean, I mean he's the guy who says, that thing you're about to do, that's stupid. Yeah. Don't do that. He's not the guy who co-signs on all this shit mm-hmm. you're going to do. He's the guy who says, don't do that. This is going to be bad. And these are going to be the consequences for the thing you're about to do. That's Dave. And people D- do D- not like when they're called out on, on all the bullwong that they do. Because people drastically underestimate Dave's intelligence. Oh, Dave yeah. is one of the smartest stand-up comics out there. He's not just saying shit to cause problems. No. He's saying shit so people wake the fuck up. Like, that whole... I feel like the people who really offended, like, I guess, whatever, uh, you know, the LGBT, you know, because I love that whole bit, how he just referred to him as, you know, the alphabet gang. (laughs) And I loved how... He is not mocking... uh, I was like, I don't know. He is just pointing things out that he sees. Yeah. And... Everyone's getting, they're only hearing the bad parts. They're not, they're, they're only picking and choosing things that he's saying. They're not listening to the entire sentence. No, it's like arguing with a woman. I'm going to leave that one alone because I'm married. He, which means you know what it's like. It's like, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to say this about you. And yes, honey, it's true. I don't understand. See, that's exactly what I'm talking about. And if you would stop doing that, there would be some harmony in the relationship. And now you're mad at me because of something that you did. I'm only calling out you on your errant behavior. And you're mad at me for telling you your truth. How am I the bad guy here? Make this a woman thing, but I'm just... (laughs) I'm just saying, if somebody you're making out- enough for instance, but yeah, but yeah, he's calling out a lot. Like he's intelligently, like he is a, like I was, he is not out there with a sledgehammer slamming the ground. Nah. He is out there with a precision drill, drilling holes and pointing out things that are wrong with everything that that's bit going he on. He did when he did the impressions <laughs> was glorious. When he said, "Oh." Uh, if you do something, I don't care if it's five years ago, ten years ago, fifteen years ago. If you do anything mad, I'm gonna make sure that your life is ruined. You're never gonna do anything again. Who's that? And the audience is like, and then Dave's like, "That's you." I was like, "That's the most. That's the second best line. That's the second most intelligent line in that whole set mm-hmm. because he he just he just did what I said. He pointed out all the bullshit." That people do. This cancel culture that everybody's done, it's like, okay, this person did this. But now, is it so bad that is your hatred for this person because, or is your disagreement with this person that bad that you are willing to make it to where this person can no longer provide for their Mm -hmm. family? Like, I'm telling this to Noah yesterday, and I'm like, dude, let's say that for whatever reason, your teacher is racist and they're like, you know, see hiling all the, you know, they're doing all that. Fine. I don't care. Okay. Like now if they're sitting here and they're coming and I got have a parent teacher conference because you're failing a class because they don't like half breed children. Okay. Now that I have a problem yeah. with 
that guy shouldn't be a teacher. But dude, it, it's we're all talking about the math. Cer- yeah, we're, it, it's up. It's it's context, and like I feel like a lot of times in this cancel culture, like context is not being taken. Like like James Gunn. Yeah. Contextually, it's like that was he was just saying some fucked up shit because that's what young James Gunn said. Back in those, he was just trying to be fucking edgy and shitty. But this current James Gunn is not that person anymore. But yet we're trying to kill him for being that guy. For people a lot of times do for, not for want words. to give you a, people don't want to give you a yeah. chance to when, evolve. Yeah. So when someone is a monster and is a continual proven to be a monster, like let's say a Harvey Weinstein, that motherfucker needs to be canceled. Yeah. <laughs> Cancel that guy. But it's just like, it, and it's weird. Like when when um. When when Dave talked about Louis C.K. and I Louis was like, Louis C.K. was a good friend of mine until he died in a free <laughs> masturbation accident. accident. Like, come on, man! And the crazy thing is, he's like, and he broke it down. And the crazy thing is, Dave broke it down, or Dave told the same story that not only did Louis C.K. say, mm. but all the women who accused Louis C.K. of jerking off in front of him gave the same story. It wasn't like, hey, girl. Why don't you come over and I'm going to lock the door like Matt Lauer and hmm. then I'm going to jerk off in front of you. No, he was like, hey, I'm going to jerk off. You could leave if you want to. And then they stayed. <laughs> Bitch, leave. The fuck is wrong with you? If I don't want to see somebody jerk, if I come to Dre's house and he's like, hey, John, I'm jerking off. You want to give me a minute? Yeah, dude, I'm living. waiting in the car. He's you living. let me know when you're done. Please wash your hands before you give me a dap. Like, come on. Like, I'm not going to stick around for that, and neither should anybody else, unless you're interested. Now, somebody's going to say, oh, well, maybe they didn't have a choice, and I felt scared because he's in a position of power. You if he's in a position of power, then you should be calling this out, like, immediately. Nowhere in your mind. Not, like, several years later. He should have been immediately. Like, was he flinging but, sperm at you like dude in Silence of the Lambs? I can smell your twat. The fuck out of here. He's not flinging the shit at you like monkey poo. The hell is wrong with you? You're blaming him for because you stayed and watched. Yeah, it's just, Dave makes all these you know salient points. He's making these intelligent points, and people just aren't listening. And he's telling some savage ass jokes Ooh, during the whole time. That Michael I, Jackson one was hilarious. Like you could tell the severity. Of, like he knew how bad he was being by the amount of steps he would take walking back towards the door before yes. he walked back. That, yes. That's like Dave's move. Like, every time he knows he is wrong for saying it, he turns around and he's like, he's like <laughs> no. walking back. He's like, oh, fuck. Like, during that Michael Jackson, he took like 15 steps back and he had to come all the way back forward. Here's the best part. He's not even wrong for saying it. He, to say he's wrong is wrong because what he did is he Rick James that line. He was a habitual line stepper and he said, here's your line. Fuck your line, nigga. Fuck your line. That's what he did every single time. He did it with the impression. He did it with Michael Jackson. He did it with the alphabet people. Um, He did it with whites. Oh my God. He did a whole 20 minutes on white people and how they need to be disarmed. I don't know how to disarm them. Then he came up with a great idea, which worked. At least in the state of California, because Black Panthers walked up to the Capitol building armed, and they're like, we can't have niggers with guns. Strictest fucking gun laws in the whole goddamn country. Just saying, bitches. Motherfuckers, make me sick. Yeah. But anyway, here's the thing. Dave came, and he called everybody out. He got, and that's, yeah, one of my friends always says, oh, no, in comedy, you can't punch down. You can only punch up. That's bullshit. That's Dave a lie. Dave is punching sideways. He punched everything. He punched side. He, he's not punching down. He's not punching up. He's, bam. He's doing like bam. Mark Simpson versus Lisa bam. way back in the day. I'm going to do like this, 
and if you get in the way, and that's what happened. No, but like he even says in the special, he relates to like if he's making fun of somebody, that's because he relates with them on a certain level. Yeah. Which like, is what he relates with the LGBTs because he's they're black no, and he's, he's black. fucking oppressed. And these are all oppressed people, and he's and and there's that mar- another marvelous point where it's like where um, he's like, I'm glad that you called out. How was it? There was something he talked about how he know he's trying to normalize it because you know the, oh, the, the normalization. Uh, R. Kelly. Yeah. Oh, you you're you're normalizing R. Kelly. Yeah. And it's like oh. But Which I, was a conversation he had with a trans person. Yeah, it's like, oh, thank you, because you're trying, you're normalizing trans people. Because if we don't talk about them, then they're freaks. Then they do Oh no, they don't exist. But he's, he is trying to bring. Everyone thinks he's pushing them down, but in a weird way, he is making it normal. He's yep. bringing, he is bringing them up. And I, for whatever reason, some people only see red. And they just see he's making fun of the trans and the gays and everyone and like he he hates gay he's black because he hates like, black people hate gayness. It's like believe you me, I, I I've seen some photos of my friend Matt when he's at Pride Week. There's plenty of black people there. <laughs> black people can be gay too. Yeah. The the, the I find that the blacks that are most homophobic probably gay. That's that's I think it applies to all races. But. Thank you. That was right about to say. That's it applies to all races. The more There's you all, are of something, like all, all, all these, uh, all these, uh, what politicians who are like anti-gay, and they want, they want to find them blowing other dudes in the airport bathrooms and stuff. It's like, yeah. What? It's not what it looks like. I, I can't wait till the, you know there's a videotape of Mike Pence taking it in the ass. I'm I waiting mean, for that and for Donald Trump to say nigger. That's. I'm not. That's all I need. I need that more than I need a shiny Mewtwo in Pokemon Go. That's 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 it. Uh, and you know, and that was that. See, that was another. There were so many good lines. Uh, there was another line where, like, where the Comedy Central standards and practices uh, stops. Dave, like, Dave can't say faggot. <laughs> I was gonna say the British word for cigarette, but thank you, Jeff. Yeah, you're like my Obama translator <laughs> in the, all those Key and Peele skits. So Dave can't say that word. But you know, like he's like, okay, can't say. Oh, we're not allowed to say that word on television. And why am I allowed to say nigga with, with impunity. impunity? With impunity, he had an entire sketch where the family was named that, and, and that was fine. G-A-R, it's the nigger family. That's one of the best skits ever. And they're like, oh, Dave, you're black. Well, it's because. You're, or he says, it's because, why can I say, why can't I say faggot, but I could say nigga with impunity? Oh, you're like, not gay. Oh, yeah, you're not gay. And then he says, well, I'm not a nigger either. Best line of the whole set. Yeah. <laughs> you mean to tell, but see, that's how it is. When you're at the top of the food mm. chain, you get to look down on everybody and be like, oh, see, to her, to Renee and mm. standards and practices, mm-hmm. to her, she's like, all black people are niggers. That's just, oh my God, yeah. you guys can say it. Because you are it. Listen, white people, I love all of you motherfuckers. I really do. And all of you, here's your pass, okay? All of you can say nigga. You could say nigga. You could say nigger. You can say it around whoever the fuck you want to. All right? But. But. The black person next to you probably won't be as nice about giving you the n-word pass as i am so you might want to do yourself a favor and shut the fuck up just a suggestion 
goat mouth motherfuckers. I it's it, it's it's crazy how like just I see all these you know you know social justice warriors coming to attack Dave Chappelle. And those and, are the dumbest motherfuckers on God's green earth. And it's like no, it's like it's like you heard the words, but you didn't get the message. Thank you. And right it's like, there, they hear the things, but it's like like literally the special was titled "Sticks and Stones." They're words. They're words. It's how you use them. People don't want to pay attention to what, But people only He's, want to hear... People only want to hear what they want to hear. Yeah. Wait, speaking of that, the okay. guy who, who chimed in... Oh, no. That was on um, was Bill, Bill Burr's... Bill Burr's Bill Burr, I guess. It, it's funny. I, I, I find it weird how Bill Burr gets a pass on basically doing a very similar special... Well, where he's calling out the truth and saying the truth. I feel, I, and it's funny. I point out like, hey, <laughs> we're like, remember Bill Burr worked on the Chappelle show? <laughs> That's why I hit my watch up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Go back and find uh, the Dave Chappelle, Ra- Dave Chappelle racial draft. <laughs> racial Bill Burr is right there. And I'm pretty sure he's in a bunch of other skits too. I'd like to think he probably, I, I think he worked on the show, didn't he? Uh, I, I don't know friends. if he was a writer for the show, but I know he's been on the show a few he's times. He's been on the show. I think most people are probably more familiar with him as being the the, the skinny white guy on uh, on Breaking Bad, which he Cubby. got because they were fans of him on the Chappelle Show. But I digress. But but no, Bill Burr came out with mm. as for why Bill got a pass and Dave mm. didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, you can you can attribute that to one of to a couple things. Um, he did it in England. Oh okay. He, oh. So he did it in England. Um. He's in white in Hot Atlanta. Well, I'm about to say he's white. That's just like that's just um, like period story. But but let's say you don't want to use that as the easy answer. Okay, Bill mm-hmm. Burr's white. You know, white people get away with everything. White men can get away with everything. Louis C.K. did a bit on a great bit on that too. And if you pull your head out of your ass, you'll watch it and see that he's right. Um, and remember, Louis C.K. is not white. That guy is technically a Mexican. He's a white again. He was born in Mexico City. Yep. Yep. Goat mouth. Anyway, um, but yeah, so he did it in England, He, which he calls out at the start of his show. Mm-hmm. He opens the show saying, my country's gone to shit, and then he starts talking about Brian Cranston, who's an actor who got in a bunch of grief because he was an actor playing a quadriplegic. He's like, well, why would, <laughs> he's like, it's be- why wouldn't you get a quadriplegic to play a quadriplegic? Because then it's not acting. It's a guy being told then it, then it's a docu- to say work. Then it's a documentary at that point. It's hilarious. Of course, Bill delivers it way better than yeah. I do. Point being, Bill called out a lot of stuff also. He went after the, a lot of the same things that Dave went mm-hmm. after. He went That's after, my understanding. He went after uh, America. Um, he went after, oh my God, his, um, his sexual harassment story. Oh boy had me in tears in tears because like if you compare the two dave was talking about michael jackson and he was like mm-hmm. half the p half of us to which i'm assuming he's going to include himself mm-hmm. have been molested at some point in time now i know lots of people who have mm-hmm. been molested and i feel for each and every one of them i genuinely do i can't mm-hmm. i've never been knock on wood um but i can't i can sympathize and i can mm-hmm. empathize I genuinely can. But at the same time, do you let that define you? You know, and that's what Dave is saying. He's like, and his joke was, he's like, yeah, you know, 
it's not Michael. Michael Jackson didn't look at your asshole. What do we get? We get awkward Thanksgiving dinners every year. I that, under, that guy gets a great story to tell. What'd you do this summer? Michael Jackson sucked, sucked my dick. dick. <laughs> it can only go up from here. That's the equivalent of Christian Grey, you whores. For our and podcast listeners, that was me hitting my forehead. And then Bill Burr, he goes and he talks about how he was actually sexually harassed. Textbook definition to which he even himself says. He says, textbook definition, I was sexually harassed. He's doing a show, or he's about to do a show. Woman does her set, comes off, and as she's walking past him, bow, flicks him in the dick. And he talks about how brave he is for coming out with his story and all the he uses all of the tropes that the media uses whenever mm-hmm. they bring up sexual harassment. But because it's Bill, it's hands down the funniest fucking thing you'll ever see. Remember his last special, the, the was it the Nashville one? That was like oof, that was really good too. Oh my god. He's underrated. Ew, Christian Gray is an abuser. I, Christian Gray is an abuser. He totally is. Yes. One hundred percent. But Christian Grey is proof positive that if you have money and are super fucking hot, you can get away with anything. I saw a meme the other day that said, all these women bullshitting about sexual harassment. You mean to tell me if Idris Elba pops up in your shower, you're going to be like, no, Idris Elba, get out of my shower. Get away. Shut the fuck up. You're going to let him do whatever the hell he wants. I let Idris Elba do whatever the fuck he wants. Okay? Same. Shit. Idris Elba. Same. God damn it. That's a beautiful man. Jesus I'm securing Christ. my sexuality. But yeah. Yeah. But I digress. And yes, it <laughs> See, is. Yeah. Fifty Shades Grey is basically Twilight. It, it, which it was. It was fan fiction and, you know... And the only reason why that got off the ground is because E.L. James was banging a, a book publisher. That's it. There you go. Nepotism at its finest. Ta-da. Well, so it's not you who you are. That's it's who like, you're sucking. Would you say it would be very much like Mariah Carey and Tommy, Tommy Mottola? Yeah. But to be fair, Mariah Carey was a backup singer for Babyface before she made it. Oh, okay. So, but, with, I mean, with the talent that she had, if Tommy Mottola didn't get her, Babyface would have done something with her. Right. So she was gonna make it. Tommy Mottola shot her ass through the roof, though. Not gonna say he didn't. No, well, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. You're right. Goat mouth motherfucker. Nah, let me stop. <laughs> I, I love that you've uh, you 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 gave up your your vow of swearing again. I only do it when I'm on the show. Let me get off the show and I'll be like, man, I was such a good show. I probably shouldn't have cussed all that often though. I know. I I, I know that you 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 have to let out the full jai. You have to give everyone the the, the full jai experience when when you're when you're when you're on here. Uh, I was always very concerned. Like I'm giving up cussing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> put a camera in front of you. <laughs> All the swear words come out. I'm like Yosemite Sam. <laughs> rock and frog, shock and rock. But no, uh, it's it's true. Dave Dave did what Dave was supposed to do. Yeah, and that was call out what a good comedian is supposed to do, and that is call out society for all of the things that they know they are wrong about, but genuinely believe. That they're right about. I, I think the thing that has bothered me most about everyone going after Dave, they, they act like Dave has changed. Like, oh, his comedy has changed. He used to be really funny. Now he's not funny. I'm like, no. You, you go back 
and watch his earlier specials, nothing's changed other than the fact that Dave's really buff now. Yeah. That's like, the only real difference is that Dave's buff and I think he gives even less, well, he gives less fucks now because, you know, he's like, I can give a fuck. I already got Netflix's money. Yeah. Like, if you go watch Killing Me Softly. Thank you. And That's, I when he's talking that. about um, uh, the one bit that I can remember is when he's talking about how white people will not tell you who they're voting for. Mm-hmm. They will tell you the most in-depth things that are going on in their life, but they will not tell you who they're voting for. And he goes on, he's like, yeah, um, you know, so Dave, I'm fucking my wife in the ass. And he's like, yeah, but that's really good, but who are you voting for? Whoa, whoa, Dave, Dave. Why are you asking me all these personal questions when I'm trying to tell you about fucking my wife in the ass? Like, you mean that guy, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, that guy you're suddenly offended by because he's making the same kind of jokes? It tells you a little bit that the, the culture has changed. Yeah. Like, it makes me wonder. Like, I haven't seen uh, like the, the, one, the one comic I wanted to reference, and like, I don't know if she's still working, Lisa Lampanelli. Because I recall yourself, myself, good old white boy Sean, and all of our respective ladies at the time, we went to go see old LL down there at, uh, what was that place? Uh, the, the Orange? Uh, the, uh, the... Was it Orange or no? No, it was by Anaheim Stadium. Whatever, yeah. The Grove. The Grove. The Grove at Orange. The Grove at Orange. And we watched her, and I, I was thinking back, like, she goes after, like, she... She went after everybody. Everyone. She like, goes after her boyfriend's balls. She went after her boyfriend. Goes after she all the gay, because the gays love her, the blacks love her, because she has a big ass. And but, her, if you recall, she's not talking bad about them. Well, she's insulting everyone. She's, she's an insult she's, comic. She's insulting them, but she's insulting that, like, she'll insult you. Oh, but you she's know, not doing generalities. Not going, like, remember um, the. But Blanche, she's like gays love LL. Yeah, <laughs> but at the same time, like she'll talk about the she's she talks about everybody like um, Kathy Gifford talks about everybody. Mm-hmm. So she's not going after them. She's just like, yo, you did this, you did this, you did this. Like I remember two things from that show, or mm-hmm. I remember three things from that show. There was a Mexican guy in the front, and she was talking to him, and she says, "Do you have?" a yob and i hit the floor laughing <laughs> and then i remember she was doing another bit about how she uh, an Asian dude, right? white girls oh. date black guys and she was like that dick's definitely worth the drop in your credit score isn't it <laughs> and then i remember some super hot chick was getting up she was walking down the aisle to go to the bathroom and lisa just stopped the show was like look at this bitch here Oh my God! Do you have any idea what she, what I ha- would have to do to get the kind of dick that's thrown at her on a daily fucking basis? And she was bad too. She was like, like the, she was the kind of girl that you see in '90s rap videos. That's how she was built. And Lisa's just like this bitch. Fuck this bitch. I have to put in effort to get the kind of dick that this bitch gets. And dudes are just like throwing the shit at her. This. Like yeah. how you just fling water off your hands after you wash them. Like, that's how she probably has dick flying at her. And she's like... Hey, I was thinking about the guy. I know there was a roast of freaking Alec Baldwin. And, like, I remember when she used to be on the dais for all these roasts when, when they got really popular, you know, mm-hmm. 10 years ago on yeah. Comedy Central. I don't know what happened. I was like, I don't know if she's, you know, kind of like because of, because of her comment. I don't know if she only does freaking shows and doesn't go on TV anymore. Or she can't take her act on television. She can't do a special because... Uh, I mean, she used to be on Facebook, and but I mean, she, like she used to pop up all the time on my Facebook feed. But then either one, she's not on it anymore, mm-hmm. or two, because the algorithms and that they change every thirty and, seconds. 
Yeah, because like it made me think about that. I'm like, oh, like comics, you know, like obviously a lot of comics have adjusted their comedy to the social justice yeah. to all this, and then there's your Daves and your Bills, and you're like, fuck this. Yeah, and it's like I can't imagine like if if someone put on like Eddie Murphy raw or delirious on in front of one of these SJWs, or if they put like you know Bill. Well, well, I guess we can't put on Bill Cosby. We Richard don't put on Pryor. Bill Cosby, and no. that's the thing. That's the Richard thing about Pryor. this cancel culture. Like now, I'm not saying. That Bill Cosby should be allowed to run free. What See, no, Bill did is wrong. wrong. Yeah. Let's be abundantly clear Contextually, on Contextually, he's a monster. Yes, yes, we cancel him. But the Cosby show is still one of the greatest shows ever made. Fuck you if you think different. You are wrong. You are proof that can't you can have a wrong way. opinion. I can't okay? look at it the same and way. And two, his comedy specials are gold. If, gold, if I, gold, if gold. If I Google a Jello Pudding Pops commercial, I can't. Un- <laughs> You're gonna have. It's like watching. It, but think of it like this: like when Michael Jackson died, rest his soul, and this is it came out. I was like, man, I had two thoughts in my mind. Man, this is gonna be a good. This was gonna be a good ass concert. Damn, that sucks that he died before this happened. And man, it was only gonna be the diehard Michael Jackson fans at this concert. Yeah, cause... it was only gonna be the diest of the diehards. I mean, like the people I remember before fight. he died, people were just like, yeah, like it was public opinion. But you know, of course, you know, death, death grants you, you know, the the sainthood. Yeah, <laughs> patron saint of moonwalking. That was Michael Jackson. But you know, yeah, yeah, given enough time, you know, the jello, yeah, yeah. Thank you, the jello pop memes. Are, oh no! And then there was this movie that Sam Zia showed me during my freaking. Uh, oh, there's this old ass movie. Leonard Part Six, please. No, no, it was not Leonard Part Six. It was it was a comedy. It was an. That would definitely not be Leonard Part Six. There was this comedy (laughs) that 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 Sam Zia showed me, and it it wasn't it wasn't the harder they come. It was something like of that ilk. Why does that sound like a porn? Yeah, but it was what I I wish Sam was watching so he could tell me what movies. I I I, the I have the list. The list is on the phone that's currently recording this show. and it was like this, and then the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, oh man, the clues were there. Yeah. yeah. The, the clues were there the whole time. You just see Bill Cosby leering and being a monster to all these women in this comedy. I'm just like, the blueprint is here. This is, it seems, it seems so obvious in retrospect. Yeah. Well, Same thing with R. Kelly. Hindsight is really 2020. Same thing with R. Kelly. Trapped I mean, in the closet. Not, dude, he married Aaliyah. Everybody forgets about that. I forgot about that. And you know what's crazy? When she was like 15. 15. And it was a big thing then, but it got swept under the rug. Why? Because she died. No, not even that. (laughs) Because everybody swept it under the rug. Why? I'll tell you why. For the same reason Kobe's rape charges got swept under the rug, for the same reason Roethlisberger's rape charges got swept under the rug, when you're a winner, people don't give a shit. Be awesome, kids. If whatever you're, if you're gonna do something wrong, do something awesome immediately after. But it better be really awesome because people are gonna hang the shit out of you if it's not awesome enough. Okay? If you're gonna rape a bitch, you better take the goddamn Lakers to the promised land. Otherwise, they will fry your black ass like a chicken. Uh, it's funny how those two championships kind of like erase that for like 60 or 70 percent of people i mean there there's still always gonna be that 15 to 20 percent that'll always like i I always see it on facebook he's a monster fuck kobe and all that but it's like it it is funny how the whole winning thing really does kind of scrub it clean for the for the people who are like you know what i love my sports team you know what else will do it death because you know i here's proof right here 
I'm going to let you finish, but Beyonce had the best rap, best video of all time, and they shot that goddamn skinny white bitch to fucking stardom. Goddamn, that's the, and that's the worst thing Kanye West did. Yeah. And then what happened? His mom died. Or no, his mom died right before. And that's yeah, he, what caused his breakdown. Well, because he, like, he drank Hennessy the whole goddamn time during those fucking VMAs. Yeah. He had a which, bottle of Hennessy the whole time he was on. Which he wouldn't he, have done when his mom was alive, so his mom caused a breakdown. As he I, went up and acted I, a fool. As I always say... He, he lost the one person in the world who could tell him the word no. Yeah, like Custom Auto. And Jay-Z would tell him no, but at some point, his mom Kanye stopped listening to that no. His mom, But his mom was like the, the no that like when, when, when Kanye's mom would tell him no, no matter what mental problems he had, he listened to mom. Yep. But, you know, as soon as his mom, you know, and then the, the way she died, trying to, you know. Getting bigger titties. Yeah, freaking cosmetic surgery to fit into Hollywood. It, I, I just freaking. Keeping up with the Kardashians it before freaking, that shit was in. It broke his brain even further. His brain, I mean, granted, his brain was already broken. Real talk. You have to be to be a genius. I mean, goddamn. And people always get mad at me, like, I'll say, well, those first four albums, like, this is just amazing yeah, music. There's a, and people are like, oh, you know, he's not like, no, he was a, yeah. he, he's an asshole. He's an asshole. Deal with it. But those first four albums were fire. The, 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 the beats. Just like the ones that burned down the Amazon. That's, that's, those are Kanye's albums. They're just burning the shit out of all them trees. Like, I, I always, I love to point out people who hate Kanye, like, every time there's a TV commercial with a Kanye beat on it. I was like, you know, that, that Budweiser commercial you just watched, that was a Kanye song. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you see that other home mortgage commercial? That was a Kanye song. You see that, the, the, fucking that whole summer that the NBA was playing fucking goddamn amazing? I'm oh, like, man. Kanye. I know, that just pissed off white people like nobody's... It's nobody. like, he, the motherfucker, I mean, his lyrics were good, but his goddamn beats were fucking... As the, a producer, he was top-notch. He's a top-notch producer. Uh, and that's the thing. Everyone. That's why he gets all these people to work with him because he fucking helped so many people before anyone knew what his goddamn name was. He used to just be K West in the fucking liner notes for yep. Alicia Keys Jay-Z, or fucking Jay Z. Um, he was just in the liners. He was just a dude who was trying to. He, he made it big, but he's a he's a he's a guy who should. I mean, for his own mental well being, it probably would have been better if he just stayed a producer. Probably. But it probably would have drove him insane. He probably would have killed himself at some point if he never got yeah. famous. I mean, that's just the, I mean, truth, yo. To take it back to Dave, that was so, I mean, he snuck in that line making fun of Kanye, like, oh, <laughs> that, that that French actor, Juicy Smollier. <laughs> Juicy Smollier? Juicy Smollier. He got beat up by a, a guy wearing a Chicago, <laughs> a guy in Chicago wearing a MAGA hat. Go, someone go find out the whereabouts of Kanye West. I was like, I was gone. <laughs> Only motherfucker in Chicago wearing a MAGA hat probably would be Kanye. <laughs> that was some funny ass shit. Oh my god! I was rolling. I on was that at one. work watching that the first time I saw it, mm-hmm. and I was on the floor dead. My boss comes in. What are you laughing Thankfully, at? Thankfully, I was already lying on the couch, so I could <laughs> I could die in peace. My wife was in was in the poppet chair, and I was lying on the couch at that point, and I was like. Check on Kanye West. <laughs> We're looking for someone in a MAGA hat. Oh, dead. I was also dead. we knew that he was clearly lying. <laughs> and he broke down the phone call of how it might have gone. Oh, my God. He's like, so it was minus 16 degrees. And you were walking outside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Subway. Sandwiches? Sandwiches? <laughs> what? Two in the morning? <laughs> Hold on. 
<laughs> find out where Kanye was <laughs> this evening. <laughs> Best line. Dead. Oh my god. I was I was dead on arrival on that one. As a ge- as a comedian, he's a genius. He's without peer. Yeah. He's Dave peer. is hilarious. It just like they you know, put a fine point on it. And just like I said, they just they heard the words but they weren't listening to the message. Yeah. And that's that's that was my base. I wanted to get that out there. Uh, I'm sure people will disagree with our feelings on this cuz you're wrong. He said it. You're wrong. <laughs> I'm the, and I'd be the first one to say different doesn't mean wrong. Different means different. But if you genuinely believe that Dave Chappelle should be gone after mm. or canceled or whatever you retards are saying in today's day and age, you're wrong. You are proof that you can have a wrong opinion and you should stop. Go staple your lips closed. I like that. You know, I, I, I as much as I try not to argue with stupid people on the internet, I do occasionally like to get in there and tell people that, oh yeah, no, that you are wrong because your opinion is not a fact. Bingo. <laughs> I, I like to tell people. I, I, I frequently, as much as I, I, I've always scolded you, don't argue with stupid people. You can't win. That's true. I like to tell people that opinions are not facts. Which I is not arguing with them. I'm not arguing with them. I'm pointing out how stupid they are by telling them that just because you believe it doesn't mean it's true. Yep. <laughs> it's like, you could tell me, they, uh, what's your blue in the face? They're like, oh, uh, Endgame is the worst movie ever made. Like, that's your opinion. And you are more <laughs> That's than not a fact. <laughs> I like it. That's my opinion. I it's watch it like fact. at least three times a week. It's an amazing movie, in my opinion. I, I love it. That's my opinion. Because when Cap says Avengers Assemble, I still get goosebumps. Ah, my lord. In the, and, in and the movie theater, I, 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 I had a convulsion. Oh, dude. Yeah. I was just like, ah, Avengers! And then the music stops. So, whoonk. Assemble. Assemble. And oh. Thor doesn't yell. That's a goddamn war cry. He's like, yeah! And I'm like, yeah! I was in the theater cheering. Noah and I, Elvia and Ciara looking at us like, what is wrong with them? I'm like, mm. We waited a long time. Nerd for this. Nirvana. Pe- people who hate that movie hate they kittens. Hate freedom. They hate freedom. They hate, they hate. They're just full of hate. T.L. Reeve cried. I, I don't blame her. Just manly tears. It was just oh, that whole part. I was like, Pete's back. And then when he hugged Tony, he was like, I was like, <laughs> tears. Oh just my overflowing. god. Walked out of the theater and there was me and these two older cats and they were talking about how they were crying. I was like, you guys are crying too? It's like, And one dude was like, I wasn't crying. They were just, it was real sad that and water was coming out of my eyes. I was like, mine too. Mine too. I'm mad enough well, to admit it. Like I mentioned on the show a few weeks ago, I, I rewatched Endgame uh, for the first time since I saw it in the theater when I well, bought the Blu-ray because I like owning physical media. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I think I cried more on that rewatch. Oh, like yeah, when, yeah. when freaking, you know, Pete and, and Tony are hugging. Oh my and God. my wife turns to me and I was like, because I'm a dad. I'm like, it's like so I, I'm, a, I'm a dad now. I'm going to be a father. And it was just like, blah. Yeah. Bonzo, Gonzo, goodbye. Oh, like, what are you doing? And my wife's like, you're really crying. I'm like, it's really, it's really good because, you know, like Pete and Tony, like father and son. Yeah. As I say, it bothers me when people like, like right now, after the whole Sony thing, people shit on, oh, I didn't like Spider-Man movies because he's like Tony Stark's sidekick. He's his son, motherfuckers. That's his surrogate son. And, and Tony was a surrogate father. He, he, he provided him the fatherly relationship that Peter has always needed in his life. And for people to, to reduce that to, oh, he's fucking Iron Man's sidekick, and that's why I don't like those movies. What the fuck is wrong with you? That's did, proof you did, have a wrong opinion. Did, did, did your dad hate you? Uh, like, did you not have a father? I didn't have a father, but... I have a father, but he's a piece of shit. But that's beside the point. 
to see that that relationship is like, oh, I don't like the Spider-Man movies because it's, it's, it's all about Iron Man. I'm like, no, it's about the relationship. God damn it. Some people can have wrong opinions. Some people, to quote Jai Potter, some people just don't like freedom. Yeah, pretty much. Goddamn I'm communists. Thanks. Go goddamn mouth. communists. Goat mouth motherfuckers. <laughs> like a goat. If you want to keep hearing me call out wrong opinions, you can follow me <laughs> on Facebook at DreGP Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at DreGP Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at DreGP Podcast. If you want to uh, follow Mr. Jai Potter, do, do you. I know we talked about the last time here. Do you even use the Twitter? Uh, every once in a while, I every use Twitter. While? I'm on Instagram. Instagram I, I post more? on Instagram more now for whatever reason. Um, Jai Rizard, J A I Rizard. Um, follow me there. Uh, I'd be like on the Facebook. Like Charizard, but with Jai. Yeah, like that. Uh, I'd be on the Facebooks, and uh, I'm, I'm on there often too. So, where you will find the dankest of memes, and uh, that Zuckerberg will let me get away with. Yeah, you get put in Facebook jail frequently. I have to be good now. <laughs> You've been put in Facebook jail too, too many times. Yeah, I remember when you were gone for a month. Yeah, I'm I, I'm up to a month now, so I got, I have to be good. I can't It'd be just... good because the next one's gonna be what three months next time you, you get put in Facebook jail. Well, they'll keep doing it a month. Um, I don't know how many times it is <laughs> until it gets up to three, and then, then six, they're just like, and then okay, year, you know and then you done. Uh, then when... then cancel country, cal- <laughs> cancel, yeah, culture, no, cancel gets culture Jai T. Polidor. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, Bradney asked if I've watched season two. I have not. I, I don't have DC Universe. And uh, since since uh, since uh, Pete, Pete Molini is the one with the DC Universe, and I, I, I he's taking some time off, so I, I can't use his DC Universe right now, and I can't afford to add another streaming mm-hmm. thing to, to my current buffet of streaming. I borrow other people's streaming stuff, so that's that's how I want. Either that, or I will download it. From using nefarious means. You are a nefarious man that likes to do nefarious things. Hey, that's I don't have Showtime, but I have season one of Carla Gugino's Jet on my phone because I heart Carla Gugino. I I hope it shows up on a on a what do you call it on Hulu or Netflix. Netflix. (laughs) I know most of those Showtime shows. Like I got to catch up on on Shameless. I think the 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 last season. If you'd like to be disturbed consistently, but obviously continued with your weird curiosity, I recommend Shameless for you, my friend. It's a uh, you'll never look at William H Macy the same way again. He was in The Last Dragon. I haven't looked at him the same way in a very long time. Oh no, my friend. No, see, yeah, yeah. Bradney uses a uh, showbox. Yeah, see, uh, I, I I don't engage in such nefarious things. You should. I I have Amazon Prime. I have the Netflix. My wife has uh, has Hulu as a part of her Spotify. Uh, I have WWE Network and New Japan Pro Wrestling, and uh, that, that that's 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 the limits of my streaming. See, Showbox is free, and and, and, I, and I will have Disney Plus Showbox because I will free. watch Disney Afternoon every day with with my child. Yeah, as you see, I'm I'm gonna me, me and my child once my child is old enough to comprehend, it's gonna be Ducktales, Rescue Rangers, Tailspin, Darkwing Duck, Damn occasionally right. a little bit of Goof Troop after we watch the Goofy movie. Yeah, but. Don't watch the second Goofy movie. That was terrible. There was a second one? An extreme Goofy movie. And no. I do not recommend that you watch it. It is not It is not good. You have to type in your inner black person. <laughs> I love Shameless, yeah. Sh- Shameless is, oh my lord, yeah. Shameless is, that, that show got, here. T- to use a Jai Potter quote, there is something wrong with Shameless and you should get checked. Oh, hell. <laughs> and I started watching it like a couple of years ago. And uh, I think I got like two episodes in, but I forgot everything that's happened, so I need to pick it up again. But right now I'm watching The Good Place, which apparently is what would happen if Jai went to heaven. 
So I'm only on season one. Have so. you finished season one? No, I have not finished season one. The sinkhole just repaired itself. And no one has spoiled the good place for you, right? Right. No one has told you anything, right? No one has told me anything. Okay, good. Okay, good. Don't let anyone talk to you about the good place. Just watch it in isolation. Okay. Don't talk to anyone else about the good place. Don't I, talk to me about the good place. Don't talk to Rosa about the good place. I will not talk to anybody. Watch it without talking to anyone. Okay. You don't understand. This is important. Okay. Watch it without spoilers. There's fear. You can't see it. because <laughs> Season I'm... one was spoiled for me, but I still enjoyed it. Okay, I, I, I will. I you, will can, you can experience the true joy of this show. Help. Holy forking shitballs, my friend. Help. I feel like the girl in the car with Wayne Brady, the hoe <laughs> on the Wayne Brady episode is like, thanks, Dave. And thanks, I Dave. I love your show. Run, bitch, run, 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 That's me, right? <laughs> the fact that no one has spoiled a good place for you is and so I was amazing. just flipping through it, through Netflix. I'm just like, oh, oh okay. I, I am so proud that, actually, you know, I hate to make it about race, but obviously, like, n- none of the, 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 the white or brown people around you watch the show, clearly. No. If they do, they haven't said anything. It's not like people are like, oh, dude, watch it. Have you watched the Yeah, because Pete uh, was the one who clued me into the uh, to a good place. And, like, he told me, like, oh, blah, 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 giant spoiler. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and I fell backwards in my chair, and we were, we were at Wingstop. I remember exactly when he told me about the good place, and he told me, like, he's like, oh, yeah, it's about this and this and this, and then blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I beg your fucking pardon. Yeah. Yeah, but the fact that no one has spoiled it for you is, it, it, I am so happy. Good. And I'm, and like I said, I gave you that like the very concerned look. I'm like, don't let anyone keep it secret. Keep it. I'm like, I am Gandalf, and you are fucking Frodo. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll keep watch. it secret. Keep it safe. Tell no one that you're watching the Good Place. Well, you guys did not hear that. I'm don't spoil watching, it for him. I'm not Please watching don't. the Good Place. You're a monster. If you spoil it for him, I'll block you. I'm forever. not watching The Good Place. I'm watching Penny Dreadful. Oh, Bradney, did you miss the last half hour of us talking about Dave Chappelle special? <laughs> we talked about it for like half an hour. <laughs> go back and re- well, after this is posted, go back and rewind to about you know, a forty minutes in, and you'll hear all of our thoughts about Dave Chappelle's stand-up special. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we talked about a lot. That's why we were twenty minutes over. We were, did an hour and twenty minutes today because yeah, we we had to we had a lot of thoughts and feelings about Dave Chappelle's stand-up. I, I think you came in right when we were talking about other stand-up comics <laughs> afterwards. Poor Kevin. You you need to go home and just watch The Good Place. It's on a marathon. Just ignore your children, ignore ignore your, your your lady, ignore everything, and just watch The Good Place. Just get to the end of season one, and then you're gonna text me. Okay. You're gonna text me at the end of season one. I just I want you to know that. Okay, I will do that. And then, and the show's gonna actually get better after that. I like it now, but if it's mm. gonna get better, cool. Oh, I I am full of emotions right now. I was doing the clothes, and then all of a sudden we did an extra 15 minutes. <laughs> We're like stand-up comics here. We just keep going. We're like, oh, we like the audience. The audience, we're feeling the audience. We're just going to keep going. We'll keep going as long as you're here. As long as you guys are enjoying this, we'll, we'll keep going. That's why I show up every week. My coworker asked me, he's like, how many episodes of your show have you done? I'm like, well, tonight will be uh, 139. He's like, 139? Yeah, two and a half years. Over two and a half years. Mm-hmm. It's, we're going to be hitting the, the three-year anniversary coming up, uh, what, second week of... Uh, Second week of January yeah. will be three year, uh, three years of podcasting. I've only uh, we've only missed one week when I was really sick the week of my birthday back in uh, twenty 
17. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I still tried to do a show that day by myself playing Guardians of the Galaxy, the Telltale series. That show was really boring, so I never posted it. <laughs> I just deleted that motherfucker. I was very sick, and I didn't want to get Sam, who's a, who was a recent father at that time, and, oh, and yeah. Pete. I didn't want to get them sick, you know, because we were we were still doing it back at the Secret Podcast Studios mm-hmm. back in Burbank, California. Did I say that out loud? God damn it! Very... No, he didn't. <laughs> back when we used to do them in a, in a radio studio that I, I were not supposed to be in, but hey, why not? Because hey, it was cool. <laughs> the people who listened to the audio version had clear, crisp audio because it was <laughs> nice professional equipment. Now it's unprofessional on unprofessional equipment on my little snowball, which I don't know half the time if it's picking it up. But hey, if you audio listeners ever leave us a comment, eh, nah. Yeah. 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 Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, yeah, we did all the plugs. Hey, you can watch this on, you can watch this on its entirety on YouTube. Hopefully I can download it tonight. <laughs> well, I had trouble downloading last week's episode because I was only using my hotspot. I didn't have the, 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 the strong Wi-Fi of, of, of uh, the Nostalgic Books and Comics podcast studios. <laughs> Is it weird if my son likes the Teen Titans and not Teen Titans Go? And he's no, only five months. Weird. No, it's not weird. Because the Teen Titans, that, that other cartoon before Go, was like one of the greatest things ever. Yep. And Teen Titans Go is good. It is good. I will say Teen Titans Go, and I stand by this, Teen Titans Go is better than Animaniacs. I said it, fight me. You know, I've only literally seen one episode of Teen Titans Go, but it was the one about professional wrestling. You need to see the one where they they all got like professional, like where uh, uh, Robin and the rest of them are big pro wrestling fans. Yeah. And uh, and, uh, Cyborg was being a freaking dick about it, and he only believed in amateur wrestling. Yeah. And and they they, they kind of turned him around. They're they're all sociopaths. Um, Here are the the episodes you need to see. I still need to see the movie. Oh, dude, I have it. I should have brought it with me. Um, Yeah, you didn't know. Um... Here the, when you watch Teen Titans Go, these are the episodes you need to watch. Um, the one where they mock Dragon Ball Z uh, because Robin is secretly a, a leprechaun. Um, yeah. Uh, there's Cyborg, who's like hooked on 80s. So like he listens to 80s music, um, 80s style music. He's oh. always making references to 80s TV shows. Um, Fingering Prince. That's right. Fingering Prince is the greatest joke ever written that will never be topped ever. No one will yeah, top that Animaniacs, joke. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was about to say that my the, the the cyborg listen to Prince. It was like weird. TL. Like I was thinking about Prince, and you wrote that column about Prince. And I was like, wait, wait, get out of my head. It's he doesn't listen to Prince only because Prince. I mean, if you listen to eighties music and he's cyborg, I mean, he's got to listen to Prince. You would think. I think he does mention Prince. Keyboard at control. Time. Um, but uh, there's another one. Software control. Where he. Uh, Stop it, you monster. He, um, they do a whole... They do an episode where they end up going, like, uh, changing art styles, where it's done, like, heavy metal, mm-hmm. and they all end up, like, with a totally 80s look. Mm-hmm. And then they do a callback to that, like, a couple seasons later, only I think it's spread across, like, a five-episode show. Oh. It's glorious. It's It's... Oof. Okay, now I, I I think you're gonna have to field this question. I mean, before we close the show, Bradney asks, "Who's better, Prince or Michael Jackson?" Okay. I, I don't like this these is, questions. This is one of the those type of questions that philosophers have debated <laughs> for decades. From a musical standpoint, and now we'll be here for two hours. From a musical standpoint, Prince is better. And I say that 
because despite the fact that Michael doesn't know music, it's all in his head. Like, there are literally articles where mm. he was like, here's the beats, and he does them all, and he literally layers everything, the percussion, the guitar, everything, and he makes all the sounds with his own voice, even though he doesn't know the notes. Prince taught himself to play everything that everything. he played. Everything. So from a musical standpoint, Prince is better. In every other way, from impact on music, uh, as an icon, as everything, Michael Jackson. All I'm going to say is game blouses. That, and game and that in that regard I'm just gonna say game blouses I will say this <laughs> motherfucker can hoop he can he can hoop motherfucker can hoop and it's and it's not that and according to Prince he's not that good it's just that Charlie Murphy was that, that bad, bad. <laughs> and that's from Prince's own mouth <laughs> but I will say this as awesome <laughs> That's from Prince. I'm just imagining fucking... He did an interview shortly after Charlie Murphy died, and he was talking about that. And he had said, he's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I actually did play him. He's like, yeah, I beat Charlie Murphy. It's not that I can play basketball. It's that Charlie Murphy's that bad. I beat his ass. Yeah. (laughs) But while Prince's performance at the Super Bowl was amazing, um, and Purple Rain is one of the greatest songs ever written, Thriller. That's all I gotta say. Thriller. Thriller. Thriller Thriller gave me nightmares. Purple Ray. (laughs) Poor little five-year-old me. Couldn't take that damn video. What a hot finger said in the face. Slap. You go to anybody and you start doing this, they will know what you were talking about. Doesn't matter how old they are. That that was an emote in Destiny. All right. We we gotta kill the show. It's an hour and a half. This is the longest podcast we've probably done. Sayonara. All right, everyone. You can find this hour and a half right here on Facebook. You can find it on YouTube. Search for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. If you want to support the show, share, like, comment like all these wonderful people have commented on the show. Come here live and watch it live with us with all these awesome people. And, uh, and if you want to support the show, if you want to spare a few dollars to help me pay for the SoundCloud fees, you can go to our Patreon. Go to patreon.com and search for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. Uh, for as low as a dollar a month, you can get, you can help us out and help me pay for the SoundCloud. Just like awesome Daniel Wong does. He, he, he contributes every month and he's helped me bring down the cost of, of, of providing this show for everyone. If, if anyone else wants to contribute financially, you can do so. Patreon.com and search for Dre's. Geek Philosophy Podcast. Of course, you don't always have to. We don't. We don't require money, but it'd be nice if you if you if you're so generous, just like our friend Daniel Wong. Um, if you can't if you can't contribute, like I just said, you can like the show, you can fo- share the show, you can follow the show, you can do all that fun stuff that helps get spread the doctrine of our geek philosophy, and I can bring on. My friends like Jai, we can spread our, our crazy doctrine and, and amuse people here every Monday night we at try. 8 p.m. Uh, I, I'm, I'm prospectively trying to bring another show at some point to f- kind of fill in until the multiverse co- show comes back on Wednesdays. I I, I don't know. Uh, Pete has taken an indefinite hiatus. I saw him last week. We had a meeting for the East Los Angeles Comic Book Art and Pop Culture Expo 2020. We're already starting the ball rolling on next year's uh, big comic expo in the, in the beautiful city of Los Angeles or... East Los Angeles have to be very specific. Not Boyle Heights, not 
Hollenbeck Park, not Silver Lake. No, we're, we're specifically and only in the part that says East LA, not Monterey Park, not El Sereno, not Montebello. It's East Los. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. That, that, that's coming. But I, I saw Pete, but don't know. ETA of Pete's returning, unknown, when, whenever he's not as busy as he currently is. So thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. For Jai Polidor, I'm Dre Cervantes. This has been Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. We will see you guys next week. Konbaba. Have a good night. Konnichiwa, bitches.